Is it Jamie? Jamie Don. Uh, uh, it works. It works good. What? Yeah. So it's recording. You're rec- You're recording. We're re- we're being recorded. Oh, sick. So we're back in business, baby. Yeah, that's fucking sick, man. Yeah. I'm glad you got that app. Um, it only records for thirty minutes, so keep an eye on the clock. I mean, I don't even know okay. what we're doing, but. <clears throat> Yeah, this is just, this is, you know, a little warm-up session to get back into the groove for winter time and soon to be the new year, 2016. And <laughs> if you haven't gotten started on 2016, you're already late. Oh, I actually read that. Um, it, was like, it was like a meme that I read somewhere. You're already late? I said if you haven't gotten started on 2016 yet you're already late it's just one of those you know like uh motivational kind of uh, get out there and start your goals early or whatever actually but, um, i've been reading books you you have any um any updates on some personal development aspects? um yeah i actually had a new um not a new, but a, a revival of something that I had believed in for a long time. And then I put it on hiatus for a while because I started thinking more uh, about something else. But um, I guess what I was going to say was, uh, yeah, about, it does have to do with the personal development stuff. Yeah. And what I was going to say is, it's always good to, um, it's always good. Oh, well, first of all, I used to have this thing where I didn't want to become a specialist in anything, mm-hmm. even though that is the way you're supposed to go in society. Right. Because if, yeah, like if you want a doctor, like they have to specialize. If you want a dentist, they have to specialize. But, like, I always thought that, well, then you you make a sacrifice because if you specialize, then you're not going to, you're not seeing the similarities in different fields and you can't, you won't really innovate something new. Right. You'll just be stuck in that one field and you won't really be able to see beyond that field and even and the thing is like uh i like that's kind of what i've become in a way is like a generalist because i'm not an expert in anything but i just have like little i have like knowledge about a, a little knowledge about a lot of different things right but like but i realized that um that's actually if you're one of those people that are like that because i feel like i'm like that yeah, that's what. I, yeah, I was gonna say. I noticed like, you're like that Jack too. Of, I have like a lot of, a little. I have a lot, lot of trades, but I, I don't have anything mastered. You know. Yeah, it and of, you it have kind a, of bums me out actually. Yeah, but that's okay because you, you have a, a wide range of interests in different fields. Yeah. So it's like I'm a cur- I'm curious. About yeah. This. Yeah, and it's like if you're a going to be a generalist and not a specialist, there also is benefit that I'm starting to see now. 
that I didn't see before. Because remember I mentioned I went on a hiatus right. from it for a while where I was like, man, maybe being a generalist is not the way to go. <laughs> maybe you do have to specialize in something. Because yeah. what good would it be to be a generalist? Like, And really, job-wise or like occupation-wise, there isn't a lot of jobs for a generalist or a specialist. But if you're a person that that wants to introduce a new idea into the world, then being a generalist is a good thing. Because you're going to be able to see similarities and all these different things that you're studying. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how you can make something new out of those differences. And I, I mentioned it a little while ago, but it's the basic, I don't know, if it's the basic, just the Bruce Lee quote. The use what is useful, dis- discard what is not useful, and then add what is unique to you. Oh, so if that you like use that. that combination of things, that's how you create a new idea. That's like the that I'm not going to say that's the recipe to create it, but it kind of is yeah. a recipe to create a new idea. And it's like when you're a generalist. That's pretty much what you're doing along your journey is you're collecting the stuff that works for you and is useful to you. You disregard what's not, and then you add something that's unique to you. Like um, I was mentioning a while ago, like I was reading uh, Dianetics. You remember that? Yeah. Did you get through that book? <laughs> no, I didn't. But um, <laughs> that's actually... Um, what I was doing with, with that book, it's not that I want to become a Scientologist or that I believe everything in Dianetics. It's you're, just that... You're trying to remove some engrams? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I was trying to remove... Um, because if you think about it, like, something like Dianetics... Did you Dianetics, watch the movie? Did you watch the movie? No. The, docu- was there a the movie? documentary. Oh, no. The one about... It's um, really good. It's called Going Clear. It's on HBO. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that one. I still have to get around to that. I mean, it starts off good. Like, it it starts off like, man, maybe I could get into this. Like, the way they talk about the book, the way they're talking about um, locked emotions or whatever from past experience. You know, a lot of that sounds almost legit, you know? Maybe legit. Sounds legit. Yeah. And then, Uh but then, you know, fast forward years later, um, people just became egomaniacs within that scene and power got, there's like all these weird things and then it just got totally psycho. But anyways. Man. Yeah. Like, see, that's even something like Dianetics that we all think is like, or Scientology is like, we all think it's like this science fiction cult, which it it is. But at the same time, it's like, I'm sure Dianetics, there's gotta be a couple useful truths in there. Yeah. So it's like once you pull those out, throw away the rest. You know, it's throw true, away man. the rest. It's true, man. And then add something. Yeah. It's like gold mining, you know. Yeah. Just looking for little nuggets here and there. Yeah. And they're, and ev- it's and like they're a, everywhere. Uh-huh. They're everywhere. Yeah, and that is like I guess the benefit, you know, of uh, being a generalist is. You're not always just stuck in one field, so you have this freedom to explore more and to come up with new inventions. 
Right. And so that that was kind of, you know, on the personal development tip. The other one I was actually um, thinking about this this weekend was I don't mean to go back to the topic of death, really, but I think it's kind of fitting because this is winter time. Uh-huh. So this is this would actually work perfectly. But um, I was thinking about what happens after we die. Uh-huh. And, of course, that's a question we all don't know the answer to. But I was just, a thought occurred to me, and I was like, well, guess what? You didn't know what existence was like before you existed. But then here you are now. So it's like, what's to say that death is the end? And I had a little um, theory where I was thinking, like, what if uh, awareness or consciousness, whatever you want to call it, is an evolutionary level that you reach from the simpler life forms, like like from the ocean and from all the different elements that come together to create life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how the brain has evolved? It's evolved from, like, the reptilian brain to the mammalian brain, mm-hmm. and which has a a neocortex. It's like a new kind of, that's what I call it, the neocortex. It's new. So then that's like, the brain has evolved to into an awareness. So I'm wondering, like, what happens, what if death of the body is actually now that consciousness has been established in this physical body of a human, what if that consciousness now moves on to non-physical realms because it's graduated to a new level, just like it's been doing this whole entire time. And maybe all that stuff about the uh, etheric realms and astral bodies is actually real. It was a thought I had, and I guess it's something I could never know, or we could never know, in this lifetime, or maybe we can, I mean, most likely not. I but, think that's part of the, I, I want to say Hinduism, but I don't know the names, but um, mm-hmm. the idea of resurrection and like karma and um, all that stuff, that's kind of what you're talking about, is it? Hmm, I guess, I mean, I don't know. Mine is a little more like basic and not as a, Mine is just kind of, like, simple and basic. Like, you know, it just looks like, well, I didn't know where I was before. Like, before I was, when I was, before I was in my mom's womb, (laughs) I I didn't know that I would eventually exist. But then I did exist. So something happened that made me conscious. Something happened that made me conscious. So what's to say... That when you die, because when you die, you're not going to exist anymore either. Same as when before before you were born, you didn't exist either. So that's why I'm thinking like, wow, even if you do die, the fact that you exist from nothing, that means from nothing, when you return to nothing, you have a chance to exist again, maybe. Right. And it, and so that's, I'm just wondering like, well, now that we're aware of our existence, 
does that mean something? Like, does that mean that that we've reached a level of evolution where this time we're not going to forget? Like, this time, like, consciousness has been established. It's there now. I'm here. There's, I exist. There's technology so, to... There's technology where you could go back and know what what lives you've previously lived. You mean like past life regression? Yes. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. You know, like scientists like to explain it away with like saying it's the imagination. That's just, mm-hmm. it's just your imagination. But I would beg to differ because um, I was actually arguing with someone about this, that, like, how come in dreams you, you know what it's like to fly? You can you understand the sensations of flight. But um, I was arguing with, like, this really scientific person, and then they were telling me that, well, that's because you, when you're asleep, something about, like, your, 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 your perception of time is different. So it feels like you're flying, but... You think that's what it feels like to fly, but it's really not. It's that your perception of time is different. And, like, the reason why I said that is because, like, when I usually fly in when I'm having a dream and then I fly in the dream, it's always uh, I have to run. I'll run. I'll get momentum, and then I'll jump, and the jump will last for, like, a long-ass time so that I'm just, like, feel like I'm flying over a city when I'm really, like, it's a long jump. So that they were they were telling me that the reason why you feel like you're flying is because in dream time, time slows down. So you just think that's what it feels like to fly, but it's really not. No, dude, when I'm flying, <laughs> I'm straight flying. Yeah, like, you see, like, like they don't Superman under- style. I'm not jumping, and it's not a prolonged jump for me. It's a, I'm just in the air. I'm uh, I'm going left. I'm going right. I'm going up. I'm going down. You know. Yeah, I'm controlling it. It's not like I'm just jump jumping and then no no control, just grav just jumping into gravity, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, I mean, they don't understand. They can't put a quantification on the way you feel. And if you feel like you're flying, then you feel like you're flying. And if that is because of a memory in your DNA from an earlier past when possibly humans could fly or maybe it's from, like, bird genetics or something. Oh. There's no way they can fucking prove that. But, you know, like, there's no way they can prove that it's all just in your imagination. Right. Because that's the thing with science is everything is quantifiable. It's like everything has to be, like, quantified by observable, measurable units. And it's like, what if... There's things that exist outside of those, of, of the quantum, the quantifiable, like that would be the quantum field. If it's outside of the quantifiable universe, that is the quantum field, quantum physics and all that shit. Hmm. But I don't know, because like they've already proven that you can be alive and dead at the same time. What? Because if they, yeah, like that was what they proved with uh, Schrodinger's cat. Like, oh, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like because a particle can be in one place and another very far away at the same time. So that's the same thing as saying, well, that means 
the same person could be alive in one universe and dead in another. Yeah. And so... Um, they call that uh, quantum entanglement, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So there is hope for the afterlife. And that brings us to, I guess, what religions are trying to be a springboard to. You know, like there's all these different religions. And religion is really dumb, though. Like um, <laughs> everybody knows that now, though. It's like... Why do you need to congregate together to to worship a, a god or something? Oh, I heard a really cool um, atheistic uh, philosophy the other day that I'd like to share, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it was this, uh, I wish I remember who the fuck said it, because I, I don't like to just steal people's quotes or whatever. So, like, I'm not stealing this. I didn't say this. I, I'm telling you everyone that I, I I read this. Okay. I don't remember who said it though. Okay. But it said you do you know you okay, like how do you tell if wait, what the fuck? How do you know if there's a God? How do you know if there's a God? That that's the riddle. Like how do you know if there's a God? Okay. Any any guesses? Oh, me? That's the quote? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it was, um, Is that it was like a riddle. Or... It was, ha- oh, it was and, a riddle. And I'm, and I participated or are you just going? I thought you were asking a rhetorical question. Rhetorical question. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty rhetorical. Like, the oh, way did the I fuck up? Is... Were they not supposed to say nothing? Keep going. Just say your quote. Oh, no, no, I fucked up. I I don't remember it correctly, but it's, um, (laughs) what is it? It's, um, how do you know if you're, how do you know if you're a follower or a leader or something like that? Or how do you, how do you know if there's a God or not? And basically the answer is, um, if you believe it, if you believe in God, oh man, I'm gonna have to fucking, um, yeah, like remember that one because it was such a good fucking uh, quote, but I just can't remember it. Fuck. Hold on, I'm gonna see if I could find it. Okay. But um. Yeah, I mean, it basically was saying that, like, how do you know if there is a God or not? And basically, fuck. Um, hold on. Just, just for one moment, so.
Sorry about that. Yeah, all good. Hey, I think the recording is going to end soon anyways. <clears throat> Wait, what did you say right now? I think the recording is going to end. It, oh. it only records like 30 minutes at a time. Oh. Well, like basically it was just like, if you believe in God, it, ah, man, I got to remember it. It was like, maybe we'll find how do you know your, it we'll was like, it. how do you know? Yeah, it was basically like, if you believe in God, then, oh, fuck, I fucking remembered it. Go ahead. I, I fucking remembered it. I, and, like, I'm so fucking, uh, it took a long time I remember it. How do you know if you're a master or a slave? Do you have any guesses? Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, okay. If you're a slave, you believe in God. If you're a master, there is no one higher, because you're a master. Oh. But you just believe in yourself. Oh, interesting. That's pretty interesting, huh? It is interesting. Yeah, and like, um, yeah, it's fucking, it just makes you think, like, whoa. <laughs> it makes you it's think. It's like freedom. A, it's one thing, um, it makes you think, like, as a earth, as a man on earth, then I like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But when I go past earth, when I go beyond, uh, it, then you're gonna be fucking praying to God. You're gonna be like, that quote I fucking weird. hope this is a God. Well, not not so much of that, but then then it becomes like, where did this energy come from, and why, and all this stuff. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as Earth goes, I don't know what I'm saying. No, no, you're going on a good one because this brought me back. Because, um, yeah, that shit sounds cool, but like it's not going to be the truth all the time. And that's what you're pointing out. It's like, yeah, you're saying that now that you're like not dead, but like what happens when a fucking, you get into a car accident, you're like dying or some shit. Then you're gonna be fucking saying you're not gonna be like, oh, well, I believe in myself. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're gonna be experiencing like unknown things that have never happened to you before, and then you're gonna wonder like, oh, yeah, that's true. There was all this life here before I existed, and I thought in my hubris, well, my time alive, I, I just thought I was the fucking king of the world. I guess not. Right. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a lot of evidence for like supernatural things that happen, you know. Yeah. Like people, like people that are. Um, I mean, the, the uh, easy one to point out is p- sick people. You know, there's right. there's two people. Right. One per they're both sick, same level of sickness, but one person heals and one person dies. You know. Ah uh, yeah. For no yeah for no real reason other than like let's say. You know, they could prove it scientifically. The other per- one person just had a positive attitude, let's say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you start tripping on things like that. Like, where does that come from? You know? Yeah. Like. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting into. No, no, that that was um, perfect. And it's like, uh, I just trip out too, like, on, I, I guess I'm tripping out on, um, I guess I'm just tripping out on like belief in 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 God. Like um 
it's weird because like not all parts of the world believe in God. Right. But like if you grow up in America, then probably Europe too, then you kind of like it's the idea is already introduced like as soon as you're born. Right. Like uh yeah, I've never known a time where that question of God has even never been so i don't know it just goes back to conspiracy theories like what if religion really was an invention of of the elites of like an ancient iranian race of iranians who became the illuminati and then um they invented religion to like disempower people because really like the power that they have is in free free thinking, I guess you could say. And so maybe they um, wanted to stop us from from that. So they invented a religion so that you second-guess every action you take, and you, it slows you down while they're, like, sped up. And then um, they may, I don't know, like, let's just say that they... I can see that. I mean, who's, you know, whoever's in power could re- easily rewrite, rewrite. I mean, how many times has the Bible been edited? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like... But, you know, that's a... What we're talking about now is like religion, whereas what we were talking about earlier, I think, is spirituality. You know, I think that's different. different, You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, so... And it's just like... um, I don't know. Conspiracy theories, the problem with them is that they just oversimplify too many chaotic, unpredictable events. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when you're looking back at history, it's easy to find a pattern and say, there's a conspiracy because there's this pattern. But really, if you look back at history or you look into the past, once things have already happened, you could pretty much find any pattern you're looking for. Right. Like statistically, I think they they can prove that mathematically that like there's always going to be x amount of patterns found in anything, any body of knowledge or data that you, or information that you look through, you're always going to find patterns. But it doesn't always mean that the causality that there's that um what is that word they like uh causality is not causation correlation is not causation yeah correlation is not causation yep hello hello so yeah it's um we lost you for a second oh sorry yeah no I, i just unplugged something um so it's hard to tell, but it's fun to be in a little investigator and try to figure it out because Earth, Earth really, there is no hierarchy, I feel. Like, even if there's an Illuminati or whatever, it's like Earth is basically populated by many different species and even species that we don't know about that that are here too. And it's like, everybody's on their own evolution. Everyone's on their own journey. So it's like, 
you just stick with that and who cares about if there are conspiracies or there are people in power. It's just like you're in power too because you're, you're, you're here with us. So just um, find out about this stuff somehow. I feel like yoga and exercises that are like yoga are good for tapping into your own memories about that stuff and about like your own intuition and um have you started doing yoga yet (laughs) it's funny you mention that because i just recently signed up for it oh nice because i know we talked about it before neither of us have really done it i did it three times i've never yeah i've never done it and it helped i liked it yeah i've been but recently i've been reading about all the different kinds because there's Right where I live, there's like a yoga spot right there. There's a yoga spot right there. There's like three different spots. They're all all of them are too, way too expensive. But um, mm-hmm. like, why would three different ones be like right right near me? So I started looking at them, and the ones that there's like twenty different kinds of yoga. So I started looking at all that kind of stuff. Anyways, what what kind did you sign up for? Well, this one is hot yoga or Bikram uh, <laughs> yoga, which I was against at first, which I was against. But the thing is, I feel like right now the reason why I'm doing it is because this was an opportunity that opened up where it found me, I guess you could say. So I'm not going to reject it and say, no, I have to use my mental – because this is what we want to avoid. We want to avoid – using too much of our mental calculator to figure out things in life. You want to use more of your intuition and to just let things happen spontaneously. And then you remember, cause we talked to, this is all to do with a general going back to a generalist freedom being spontaneous. Cause this is the way you stay creative. You're alive. This way you stay alive and dynamic. You don't want to become static. Yeah. So like if you want to keep, um, you want to keep your intelligence sharp and your intuition sharp. This is how you, how we have to be. So it's like, this is what was put before me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to say, no, I've heard bad things about Bikram yoga. I'm going to go try something else. Cause I'm not at that level. I have never even done a single yoga pose in my life. Yeah. So, Oh, you just signed up. You it, haven't gone yet. No, I haven't gone yet. Oh. I just, I signed up last night. <laughs> it's <is> funny. <laughs> That's why. It, yeah. Yeah, I signed up last night. And the thing is, like... You know, you um, got to start somewhere. Yeah, you have to start somewhere. And I think the hot yoga is good for me because I actually was looking for a sauna to start going to at night also. Yeah. Because I... um, Like, the whole thing is, like, uh, I haven't been moving that much. Me neither. It's a, like, for a long time. I have dreams. Yeah, I and, have, like, dreams of, like, skateboarding. And I think it's just I'm having these dreams because... A, I do miss it, but B, mostly I need exercise. <laughs> you know, I think you my, absolutely. I think yeah. my body's just craving to be moving. You know, your whole entire yeah, because like your brain and your spinal cord have to be doing movements throughout the day. I just like, get stuck. Like I'm like so in deep into my business right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. See, like that's what a lot of people saying here with me is like this would work. You can't. Like, um, but you just have to force time for it because the thing is, you're going to reach a point where it's irreversible Yeah. because like, 
yeah, like the body, once you haven't moved enough for like over a certain length of time, the stiffness and the calcium and like the lactic acid, all that shit that builds up, yeah, it, it becomes irreversible. So it's like, unless you like tackle this right now, you're just welcoming in problems <laughs> later. It's going to happen. It's, hey, so it's problems, like, cruise right in. Yeah, no, you just like, I already have them, dude. They are doctors already told me they're like you have the body of like an eighty year old. Yeah, I mean, see, movement is like the key, and it's like there's different kinds of movements, like because the movements I've been doing have all been basic, like workouts or stuff like that. But like yoga is gonna put your body into poses and stretches that it's not used to, and and it's already been like for thousands of years refined for the for the human system to get the circulation going and to loosen up the limbs and to remove blockages and all that. It's like already refined into that. Yeah, you're not That's just, why it's still you're like, like stretching your organs too. It's not just stretching your muscles. Yeah, exactly. It stretches your organs and it also uh, strengthens your spinal cord, which is like seriously important because the age of you is determined by the age of your spinal cord. Right. So if you have a stiff spine, that's all like brittle and weak, Mm -hmm. it's going to directly translate to everything else, including your mental faculties. Right. So it's like, um, that's why right now I'm trying to get away from weight. I want to move away from like heavy lifting weights and just traditional strength activities and I want to build strength through through move like yoga movement mm-hmm. strength and flexibility and functionality through like yoga movement and stretching and body weight exercises right. and in a, in a in a less intensity too I don't want it to be like full intensity like going crazy <laughs> on the get, on the you're tr- not trying to get ripped well, uh, well, I do want to get ripped, but I, I, I'm hoping that I will get ripped just as much through these type of workouts. Right. Because you can still get ripped if you're doing these workouts, like the yoga and the body weight workouts, but low intensity, nonstop. Yeah. Like, because the thing is, if you work out traditionally, you you burn yourself out in the gym, and then you rest. Right. for the next couple of days and then you go back and burn yourself up and you rest. So like with yoga and the body weight workouts and the lower intensity, it's like you just stay like that forever. Right. Like you wake up and you're already moving around and you're already like kind of doing like Tai Chi. It doesn't have to be Tai Chi, but just move your body in like different ways. Get on the floor and kneel and like, cause you're always avoiding the floor. Like, Everybody is avoiding, like, certain positions to be in. Everyone is avoiding. It's like you're either standing, sitting, or lying down. Right. And those are just three fucking basic-ass positions. But it's like you got to, like, um, sco- like put yourself, contort yourself, and just, like, get used to strengthening your body to support all these weird positions. And that's how I'm hoping to get ripped. That's good, man. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like that shit is better for you anyway, because like you don't want to like destroy your body uh, by going full intensity at the gym all the time, and then also uh, 
these are moving meditations. Whereas like when you're full intensity at the gym, you're really like, you're getting a workout. Like you're, you're pushing your yourself in a different way. Whereas like yoga, I feel like it's a moving meditation. It's not just a workout. You're not just, just working out. It's actually a moving meditation where like you're clearing out your mind and your body as well. Yeah, man, I think it's good for you. Yeah, I'm looking about the Kundalini. Kundalini. You know, it's kind of funny how our wormy research crosses over. You know, like the first, like the first time I ever heard of Kundalini energy was really from those um, mind control victims and like Stuart Swordlow and those guys. You know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That was like that was like literally I mean I probably heard the word kundalini somewhere, but I didn't know really know what it was until these, you know, um mind control victims were like, Yeah, they activated my kundalini. I wasn't ready for it and you know, so and they did that yeah. so I could communicate with ETs, you know. That's like Yeah. That's when I heard about that. So I'm like, okay. Then <clears throat> you know, fast forward a little bit later and you start researching like psychedelic drugs and stuff, um, and just like the mental states you're in, and you're like, kind of like, whoa, it kind of sounds familiar, you know, from mm-hmm. what these mind control victims were describing, you know. Yeah. And then, just recently, I've been look. I I read about um, Kundalini yoga, you know, and it's all about yeah. releasing that energy up through the spine and then out through your chakra. And um, just, you know, trying to attain that uh, another level of consciousness, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know what, where I'm going with this, but that's just... No, you were just pointing out how, like... How um, it all overlaps. Yeah. Know? And it's like you reach your level of... You've reached your level of understanding through, like, different different fields, which is which is good because then you have a more, um, I don't know. That's just how learning works. Yeah. And it's just interesting how there's all these different paths to the same spot, I guess, or same place. Yeah, totally. And it's like, um, like I've never had a Kundalini experience, but I have read a lot of books with like yoga practice about, I had this one book. Actually, this is where I first heard of it. Um, I heard about it first through this guy who wrote a book called American Ninja Master. And in that book, uh, he talks about how he activated the Kundalini energy through meditation Uh and yoga. But he says that the first time he did it, he was not prepared and his body was not prepared and he actually was injured. He said that... yeah, he said it actually, like, sciatica. He said, like, the uh, electricity that shot up through his spine, he felt that shit, like, move up his spinal cord, and it, like, filled him with almost like a panic attack. It seemed like he was going, experiencing a panic attack. Fuck. And after that, he he uh, developed, like, sciatica Fuck. in his spine, and it took him a few years to recover from it. And since then, this is all in the book, he claims that he has returned to the Kundalini awakening and it was as powerful in his 
enlightening as he expected it to be. But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like I, I don't know until I've experienced that for myself. Right. And I don't know. Some people don't believe in it. Yeah. Some people think it's like just a bunch of BS, like chakras. You know, not everybody believes in meridian points and chakras either. That's true. Scientists don't believe in <laughs> any of this. That's true. But, um, but hey, man, science, everyone likes to like um, use science as, as a gospel. They like to use it as a, as a truth where they say like, well, science is, is real. Science is real. And even if you don't believe in it, science is still going to be right. And, you know, as opposed to religion or belief, because if you don't believe in something, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, if you believe in something, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be true. But they say with science, it's going to be true whether you believe in it or not because of the, the method that they use. But I'm saying, fuck their method. It doesn't work for everything. Like, and they screw shit up all the time. Like, they always screw shit up. And then they go back, oh, no, we didn't know that. We didn't know that. But it's like, we knew that this whole time. Like, for example, like wheat. They have to do all these fucking studies on weed. Double-blind study on this shit. And like, yeah, in our first group, in, in the experiment group, we, we tested them on this. We gave them a questionnaire. They said that it improved this, this, and that in that group. We, we showed that it didn't show improvement or they show like, oh, in this group, the group that smoked for 40 years was like slightly lower <laughs> on a cognitive scale. And it's just like, or this group had like lower rates of cancer. And it's just like, listen, if you smoke weed, you know what it feels like. That yeah. feeling is either going to do you good in certain situations or it's not. Like right. you don't want to get stoned all the time because you may not like the way it feels. But if you're nauseous and you smoke weed, and that shit takes away your nausea, it works. Yeah. It's like you don't have to fucking do a double-blind study on anything. Right. If you feel relaxed and less stressed after you smoke weed, then it's working. You don't have to fucking test. You don't have to fucking do all these studies to see if it relieves stress. I just told you it does. It's like... <laughs> you know Jamie like, said so, motherfuckers. Yeah, and it's like, Listen. the science, they make you not trust yourself. And it's like, dude, sometimes you have to rely on your own intuition. You have to know how to be the judge. If you can't rely on your own body's intelligence and intuition for most things, and you have to rely on a science, now you're dependent on an external method, and you're becoming a robot. And remember, we're moving away from robotic thinking. Yeah. We don't want to move. We still need it for certain things. We still need to be scientific about a lot of things. It's funny you, but bring, not, you bring that up, like the intuition. I've been reading uh -huh. about that. Sorry to cut you off. No, no. Let's just exact. That's how it's freestyle. That's, We're freestyling. It's, yeah, it's a, the conversation is alive. And so you just brought up intuition. I've been researching about how <clears> – <throat> I was just researching health stuff about how your stomach gets fucked up. And um, how it causes a lot of uh, most of your immune system is down there, and if your immune system is not functioning properly, that's when it, that's what causes autoimmune disease. I have that's what I have, so I need to like start taking that seriously. AIDS? Seriously, no, 
Autoimmune auto, oh, okay. auto disease. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. I think yeah. AIDS stands for auto. It is autoimmune autoimmune disease syndrome syndrome. I don't know what AIDS stands for and how you get or you know that's, that's something to do with HIV. Mm. That's when your your immune system just totally crashes. Mm. But the other forms of there's tons of other autoimmune. There's other ones. Like that arthritis, are, arthritis is immune disease. Auto, oh, okay. Autoimmune disease, basically when your huh. body's attacking itself, like huh. arthritis, your your you got inflammation in your joints and for for no apparent reason. Uh huh. Like there should there should only be inflammation where your body is trying to heal, and if like there's nothing wrong with your joints, then. Oh right, it shouldn't be all inflamed, mm-hmm. flared up and shit. Yeah, it's like your body attacking itself. Anyways, um. All your, I don't know. I just reading about like the 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 health of your your gut, your gut area. Mm-hmm. How important that is to like, for example, like um. I don't know. I'm losing my thoughts here, <laughs> but uh, ninety like eight. I think it's like ninety five percent of your neurotransmitters are in your gut area. Oh, weird. Like from the you mean like the ones in your brain that well, like govern There's neurotransmitters in your brain, but then there's like 95% of the neurotransmitters in your body are in your guts. Oh, so like they're Whoa, that's So like weird. your bad mood could actually be because of something you ate or that you're allergic to that you don't know you, you is bad for you. Oh, that totally makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That totally makes sense. But those neurotransmitters are also work as like your six senses, like like intuition and all that other stuff. That's why they always say like trust your gut, you know. Dude, that's totally that totally fucking makes perfect sense. That's why you don't want to clog it up with fucking toxic junk because that's then what, that's what the American lifestyle is is all about clogging it up. Yeah, sit yeah like sitting in like crouched over positions and then clogging it up with. Flaming Hot Cheetos, McDonald's, <laughs> Diet exactly. Coke, ham, bologna, but you know, hot so, dogs. So that's, like, you know, kind of like a hot topic. It's just like that. That's why the, the whole anti anti gluten thing is that too. You know what I mean? The gluten oh. just coats coats your linings and puts like a film over your linings, so you're not absorbing Damn. nutrients from other foods properly. Damn. That's what, that's what that whole thing is. Pretty much, but um, they're also now saying, "Fuck, kind of." I didn't really research this that much, so I can't say much about it. But the the also that the health of your gut area also affects the the health of your brain, your, your actual like brain function. Oh, that I mean that makes perfect sense. I mean, if that's where all your neurotransmitters are coming from. Yeah. And like, yeah, because that's that's the thing. See, this is what uh, scientific medicine doesn't look at. Is that, and this is what holistic like medicine does look at. Yeah. There's a correlation between all the different parts of your body. Right. So, like the gut to the brain, and the the meridian points on your feet. To the, to the other parts of the body. That's what holistic shit does. Like, um, this girl I know just went to go see an herbalist doctor and 
and it was weird because uh, she, because normally if it was snake oil, if it was, it was like a snake oil salesman, like a yeah. fortune teller, mm-hmm. they start, they ask you a few questions first so they could get a reading on you. Yeah. And um, she walked in there and the, uh, the doctor didn't ask her anything. He, he, he said, don't speak, you know, like yet, <laughs> you know, he's just, and basically what he said from her, because she had a stomach problem. Right. She had a stomach problem. And what he said to her is right when she walked in, he said, I can see that you have a, a heart issue. And um, he did something to her. He, he took, I mean, he didn't ask her any, for any information, but he took her pulse and he like felt like certain parts of her body. And he was just like, you hold things in. And like, he basically told her that like her heart is actually too stressed out because she holds things in wow. like she's too. Yeah. And, um, he told her a bunch of other things and he gave her these, these like black herbs to drink. And, but when she said she went home, she was like, totally like, um, Whoa, that was so weird that, that like, that's what he said, because that's exactly how I, how I, how it is. And, she started like drinking those herbs and that shit, like it cleared up within a week. Yeah. What was happening to her? And, um, so it's just a different, and like, so they don't look at like, see like what, like, uh, the doctors of like in, a, in, um, Western medicine will look at, um, this, the symptom. They'll just look like if you're inflamed and let's say you, you break out with, um, some like skin problems or something. They're going to look at the skin problem first. They look at the skin problem, which is the symptom. And then they backtrack like reverse engineer. They backtrack. Okay. What, where is the cause? Whereas like, um, in the holistic medicine, they can just instantly from when they read you, they can, they're already going to see like what the fuck is wrong with you. Like fuck your symptoms. Of course, if there's something wrong with you, you're going to have symptoms. Yeah. Like, finally, you're going to have other things happen. But what I they think, can, they are... I, I, like, how you're, you're describing it, I would see it as, like, a, I wouldn't even give them the Western medicine that much credit. I think they would just treat symptoms, and then that's it. Yeah, and they just get, <laughs> most they, of the time. They just be, treat the symptoms and be like, here's your Xanax, and then um, and then just be get their money and be out, you know? Yeah, dude, it's exactly that. Yeah, that's how the medical industry is. And like, I was talking to my cousin, and she, you know, she, uh-huh. um, she was telling me this story how her kids, you know, she has a kid that's in school, um, and one of his best friends is kind of hyper, and um, the teachers and the principal are so quick to um, just give this kid Ritalin. They're like, he needs Ritalin. He's a spaz, you know. So they just Damn, yeah, and the parents are like, okay, and they just gave this kid Ritalin, and now he's a completely different person, and she's kind of sad for him, you know. But and she knew all along that it's really just neglect from the parents, so the kid acts out when he's in public, you know. Damn. So you know what I'm saying? So they're just gonna yeah. take the symptom, be like, he's a spaz, give him this, and they're not yeah. really gonna address the real problem, which is that yeah. he just needs more attention from his parents, you know. Damn. Yeah. I mean, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's exactly how it is. Cause it's like all that shit is geared into like the kind of society we're in where it's like 
time is money and it's like we don't got time to bullshit around and figure out people's problems it's like yeah. just give them a pill it'll fix it up and get back to work yeah and it's like um but damn it's like to really fix psychosomatic like most illnesses like the boy yeah. and like um my friend i talked about it the the cause is psychosomatic it comes from the mind yeah so like the boy needed attention. He needed like maybe another outlet after school to focus his, his energy and the parents, you know, to give him more attention. So he's not, he's not in need of it when he's sitting in class. That, that would have been a better way to treat him. Yep. But it's like, uh, without the holistic perspective, they're just looking, they're specialists. You remember like yeah. they specialize. So, they're saying, oh, well, it's coming from this. And then next department. Because he's going to say, like, the son, the boy has fucking ADD. ADD, though, is a weird one because it's proven that ADD is, is man-made. It's a made-up, make-believe illness. There is actually no pathology that can be found what? to ADD. Yeah, like, schizophrenia has a pathology. Like, you can see it traced in people's families, and you can see the difference in a brain with with uh, that, that is schizophrenic and it, it looks different than a brain that's not schizophrenic. There's a pathology there, but right. for ADD, it's just someone's opinion. It's just like, you look like you have ADD because <laughs> you talk a lot and you bounce around and you have a shitty attention span. And it's like, well, <laughs> compared to what? It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, I may not be like a Zen monk, but it, you know, it's like, doesn't mean I have fucking this mental disorder right? or, you know, so it's like just shit like that. They, they, it's just too much medic. It's just too much. Uh, it's just too much looking at the, the individual parts and not the whole. And so as a generalist, it's like, we look at the whole, yeah. we look at the whole and how the individual parts fit in. Of this whole, right. but like I said, it's like we still need specialists because certain things they are good at uh, for the society. Way to bring it to back! Build. Way to bring it back to the beginning. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, that's yeah, that's that was the direction that we went in, and then we came full circle. Yeah. And um, yeah. <laughs> I hope this app recorded the whole thing. I have a feeling it didn't. Yeah, I know, huh? Because we went like way fucking past. In the comments, it said that it only records for 30 minutes, and we we passed. Oh, we went like 20, 30 minutes past. <laughs> but I was hoping that maybe it works, like it'll it'll just start a new recording, but I don't know. Oh, that's all right. I mean, yeah, it's a good, uh, like a, a good, like, welcome back, warm up. Exactly. <laughs> we covered, we, we just got back in the swing of things. Yeah, it's cool that we can still, like, because that actually was good. We can still cipher, dude. It's natural to us. Yeah, I actually felt like that one was, was, like, it was a good energy. It was, like, good topic. It kept, it was good um, transition. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. See, the, it's going to, now that the app is working. Yeah, dude. Now we just record everything. Yeah. Dude, I have one more thing to say about Danny, dude. What happened? I'm kind of worried about him. I didn't talk to him. 
Okay, like, remember the last thing I told you was that he's moving to uh, Mexico City? Let me not record this part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hold on. I'm going to – let me call you back. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.